You're now tuned in to this week's episode of For the Youth Podcast. Today, we continue sharing our collective expertise that'll show you how to harness your mind, understand your body, and control your movements to achieve consistent success and become a strong leader in your generation. And now, please welcome your hosts, Sean Singleton. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Sean Singleton, a.k.a. Sean the Speaker, and we're here with another podcast episode. This time, we're going to do the author reading for the chapter Actions. I hope you guys loved my guy, Sydney Taylor, and also Christy coming in with the bonus episode over peace and finding peace. I mean, I really love the content that we're generating, and I love your support regardless of how you're giving or if you're supporting the podcast, even if you're just listening, even if you just get one nugget, right? We did our job and I believe that this book is meant to do so much more than what it's doing. And so I'm adding in these author readings so you guys can hear me and my perspective behind it just independently because some people just want to know, yo, why'd you write the book? I don't really care about anything else. I just want to hear. So that's why I'm doing this. So I hope you guys are finding content and value in it. But anyway, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Like most people who desire to be build a strong mental foundation, you might find comfort in the success of those who have come before you, knowing that their situations were worse or maybe similar to your current one. Yet they found a way to keep their drive, hunger and passion until they finally reached their goal. Motivation matters. Your movement, your actions both reflect your desire and pursuit. You can't say I want to lose weight and never go to the gym. You can't say I want to learn and only read books assigned to you when scheduled in classes. You can't say I want a house and never improve your financial habits. You must begin to practice the new routine just as you develop the poor ones that created the hole you might be standing in. Hence why I said before, you must throw away the shovels. Trying to use the same tools that created the problem for you will not be the same ones that free you. It will always be used for one purpose, digging yourself into life problems. Although you may find along the way, you had been using the right tool just incorrectly. So I love that paragraph that I started that with. And I put that in there with intention because a lot of times we tie action to an outcome. We think because we're doing something, it's going to result in an outcome. But we don't check Has that action before been used to put me in a bad situation or a worse spot than where I am now? And so we really have to use that mindset as, you know, when we're doing an action or we're doing something, focus less on the outcome and ask, how am I doing it differently this time? What what if if I'm going to use the same shovel or the same tool, so to speak, and use it incorrectly, as I as I put in the book, if I want to use this tool incorrectly, what's the correct way to do this? What's the correct way to use a credit card? What's the correct way to improve my financial situation? What's the correct way to desire to see things differently or desire to have a different perspective? What is the correct way to do this? Because if I've been using venting as a way to gossip instead of venting as a way to counseling, then maybe I can change the person I'm talking to and I can change the outcome of my life because I'm not focused on the negative, but I'm focused on the healing. So I'm not making the situation worse or perpetuating hate or Uh, you know, wrongful feelings towards someone else, I'm perpetuating healing for myself, which in turn will heal the next person I talk to because my outcome and my perspective is different. And so that's why I said at the end, you know, it will always be used for one purpose, right? Because sometimes there's some things that we use the same tools in the same direction. We will just continue to dig ourselves holes. We'll continue to find, you know, these problems in our life and they'll continue to pop up and we'll wonder, well, what is this? And that's exactly what we get into now. It's like, how do you start? Right? All right. So I found the tool. 
what is this supposed to do? How, you know, and how do I figure this out? And so now we're going to jump into the next paragraph. How do you start? Easy. You make an intentional effort to stop. 80% of the battle begins with analyzing your current actions output, even if it may be working and succeeding. And I want to stop there because I know you probably just heard me say, well, you just said don't focus on the outcome. The actions output, meaning it's not the outcome. It's what are my actions producing? And is it producing stability in my mind or am I continually to go back to the same habits of doubt and the fear and, you know, looking at things with a negative perspective? Am I able to change my viewpoint of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Not focus so much on am I succeeding and and is it a success? Because though it may be working and succeeding, you're doing something correctly, but now you're unstable because you don't know what to do to keep it or you don't know what you did to get there. And this isn't about to say you have to have a plan for every situation. I put this in here to say that your output, meaning your emotions, what what are you what's coming out of you? Is it hatred? Is it greed? Is it jealous? I mean and, and I'm not saying this because we're a primarily Christian organization. I'm saying it because this this is your life. Like, are you just negatively spewing things out and just like, oh, I made all this money. Great. But now you can't keep it. You can't keep a friend. You can't have anything unless it's tied there. Nobody wants to be just materialized. No one wants to be materialistic. I'm all for enjoying things that we have in life, but it's not at the expense of someone else's life, right? I shouldn't have to make someone else's life worse in order to make my life better or make myself feel better. So that's why, again, it's just analyzing your current actions output. What is what I'm doing, regardless of whether it's working or succeeding, is it making, am I stable about what I'm giving out? Is it stable about the impact I'm having on others? Am I stable about my future? Like, can I duplicate this multiple times over because it's producing growth in other people as well as myself, right? The reason being, if you do not feel stable about your future or well-being, your current projects you're working on will not go far if you do not understand yourself. Brick by Brick is all about making the adjustment and practicing the habits so that they last. Practicing those good habits in small but very intentional form. If your goal is financially motivated, scale up your dream into an overall plan. We'll touch more on this in the finance section. If it is socially related, identify the traits you desire to see in those around you and find ways to connect to an organization that may share in your values. If your impulsivity is to act on unhealthy or dangerous habits, acknowledge that there may be resources to help you. I mean, genuinely helping you, not trying to take advantage of you behind some self-serving agenda. Or maybe it is just finally acting on the activities that cause you to feel motivated to continue to do better in life. Essentially developing a purpose behind your actions so you do not find yourself doing many things you have no interest in or back in the same hole, if not deeper than before. And so this, as we conclude this chapter, means don't just do stuff because it looks like it's the next good idea. We all have things that would make us feel better temporarily, but if we really boil it down, we're looking for a permanent solution. And yes, I've used, I've been one of those where I've used a temporary solution to achieve a permanent solution. However, I've realized the damage as I was going through a temporary solution that I've done to myself or to others was generally not the outcome I was looking for. Had if I, you know, rather if I just waited or thought about it a little bit longer, I could have went straight to the permanent solution instead of having that stopgap. We don't need to find a bridge to bridge the gap. Right. We need to find the path to get to the other side. And sometimes it means we have to build it or sometimes it just means we need to find it and take our time and, you know, look at the map, reassess yourself, 
find out what things have happened. What, you know, what, what is around me that I can get involved in? Is there an organization that can help me? Is there one that I can talk to? Is there a volunteer group that I can get a part of? Because if you're around like-minded people and you're fulfilling yourself or that desire to serve or do something of that, of that nature in that regard, you begin to walk differently. You begin to talk differently because your circle's changing, which means your mindset is changing. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap up this last paragraph. And the most important thing to remember is no one knows precisely what you are going through or the effect that what you have been through has had on you. Anyone who says otherwise is not genuinely trying to help you understand you, but validate their understanding of you and your life. It is not to say that you have to face these challenges alone. It's just a reminder that you are reshaping your thinking and not anyone else should be able to take credit for that. And you should not want to give it to them. It is your life, your hole that you dug, and it's going to be your foundation that is built and will be standing when the world begins to change and everyone else seems to be falling apart, but will not shake you. And I just pretty self-explanatory. It's our problem. We did it. And this isn't to say you have to do it by yourself. And I said that in the book and I'm saying it now, reiterating it. Don't do it alone. Find help. There are resources out here. It is 2022. We can get a counselor through a text message. I mean, please do not let yourself be overwhelmed by these temporary things in life. Find someone to talk to. Find someone to address your issues with, whether it will be with a person or with life itself. Find someone, a community, an organization, a group. I always say turn to God. But if you're not there yet and you're still on the fence, I completely understand. But there is still professional help that you can get to get you out of the funk that you may be feeling or the emotions that you may be feeling or feel like no one understands. Even me speaking now, you're like, you just don't get it. You're right. I don't. But there's someone who will and you won't find them if you don't just take a chance on someone or something and try to get help. So you stop hurting yourself or in turn hurting someone else. All right, guys, I love you. See you next episode as we jump into brick five character. See you guys then.